The vain silly fools don't have a clue. I'm just using them. Pawns in my game to be discarded when they're no longer useful. Toil away, you stupid dupes. Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 anime, Sailor Moon, and talk about just why it is that we love it so very much. And I gotta say, are you ready for the chess kumite? Because <laughs> that is what we are getting in this episode. It's oh. a good one. We've got a couple of good ones. The Spectre Sisters arc is drawing to a close. But before we go out, we're going to get some one-on-one death chess in this week's episode. It's very exciting. We will be watching Sailor Moon episode 71 uh, for Friendship, Ami versus Bertier. And it's a good one. To help us talk about that, we have a very special guest, uh, Emily Cappettini. Emily, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, Emily, you are one of the people who responded to our call for guests. And you specifically said that you wanted to come on and talk about something that... I will admit I have been a little neglectful in mentioning lately, yeah. which I, I think which I think is e- easy to do with Sailor Moon R. Something I think it's very that. easy to to do, do with Sailor Moon R. Okay, wait, wait, which wait, is wait, 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 wait. Okay, I was gonna try to guess what it was, but that's fine. Would you like to guess now? <laughs> uh, is it is it uh, Amy and Makoto? Uh, no, although we will be talking about that later. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Don't you to. worry. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, Emily, you wanted to come on and talk a little bit about the manga because you, according to your email, mm-hmm. you said you are one of the few people, which I think there's more more of you out there than than you might think, uh, who prefers the manga to the anime. Mm-hmm. I do. So I I saw the anime first, um, a couple of episodes, but I was much more um, into the manga and I read the manga a lot more regularly than I watched the show. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that I didn't get around to watching Sailor Moon until it was on cable and I didn't have cable. So I would save my allowance and buy the graphic novels or the issues as the case may be. Yeah. Getting those, getting those mixed mangas. Yeah. Chicks, comics with X's. Mm-hmm. A lot of X's. Yeah. In those. <laughs> yeah. I have Which a couple kind of, of them still. Because mostly they reserve X's for, you know, dirty comics. So it's weird that they would put that all over Sailor Moon. <laughs> Well, if it's see, mixed manga was only two X's. Yeah, is that how it is? Only two is fine. Yeah, <laughs> two X's is just uh, you just buy that and read it, and they call Sailor Moon Bunny for the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, did you have the experience of like, did you have friends who were also into Sailor Moon? Oh yeah, I did. So I actually first saw it when it was not on cable. Um, I wasn't really invested in it then. Um, and actually, the first episode I saw was the one with the gym all the way when Jedi still is collecting energy. And I had a friend who had Toonami, well, she had cable. And so we were watching it on Toonami after school together. And we did all the standard stuff of like, who in the group is each Sailor Scout? Sure. And and who were you? I was Ami. Oh. Um, which was ooh. a little, yeah, a little deceptive because I actually hated my doing my homework. Oh. 
You didn't love math? No, I hate I hated math. <laughs> so really like, I was, how did you end up with Avi? I don't know. Um I think I just liked her best. I think I picked it. I don't think it was assigned to me by the friend. The friend was Sailor Moon, of course, because she was sort of the one that brought us all in, so she got to be Usagi. I don't know. I just think I liked her a lot because she's a little bit more quiet, a little bit more subdued. Um, but I was definitely more like Usagi because I didn't like to do my homework and I liked to sleep and I was a bit of a crybaby. <laughs> what is your blood type and birthstone? You know, I don't know my blood type, but I can tell you that my birthstone is a diamond. Ooh. Oh. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on, fancy. Okay. <laughs> uh, you were reading the manga to keep up as your friends were watching TV. Mm-hmm. So did you ever have like discussions with them? Like, yeah, I can't believe Sailor Jupiter killed Nephrite. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe she burned him to death with lightning. And they were like, what are you talking about? And then they would be like, oh, yeah, I like Alan and Ann are so cool. Like, they're really great. You're like, who? What? Did you ever have that experience or was it just like, oh, yeah, did you find out quickly that there were differences? Oh, I found, yeah, I found out pretty quickly that there were some major differences. Uh, <laughs> and it was it was sort of strange to be doing that and uh, realizing that like adaptations just were kind of a little loose when it came to Sailor Moon um, and the way that it dragged out. And I actually, um, I know that you've talked before about how you like the filler episodes a lot. And one of the things is I... I really didn't like filler episodes for a long time. And part of it was because I had to, I had to buy all the episodes on VHS and I'd get annoyed when there was a filler episode and no plot. <laughs> You're like, well, I got to wait another three weeks before I can see the rest of this. Oh, no, I mean, again, yeah, I understand <laughs> that because the absolute crime that was the pricing on anime videotapes mm-hmm. in the 90s oh, was God, outrageous. Awful. Yeah. Oh, I mean, videotapes in general, but you know, I actually went to an antique store last weekend and they had uh, they had a VHS tape section, which made me feel so old. Yeah, uh, not not as old as Chip Zdarsky when I bought uh, one of his old comics and sent him a picture and said, I got this at an antique store. <laughs> they had um, I don't think they had any anime because I would have definitely taken pictures of it, but they had uh, like South Park VHS tape from the late 90s where it's Weird. like two episodes each. And you know those things were like $30. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I recently bought all four Alien movies for $15 <laughs> on Blu-ray. And you used to be able to pay twice as much as that 20 years ago to get two episodes of an anime. anime. Yeah. Oh, I got I got Batman the Brave and the Bold season one for 10 bucks as an impulse <laughs> buy when I went to buy groceries. <laughs> yeah. Full first season. Like, like. 24 episodes media media yeah, has like, become cheap yeah if you if you kids today don't remember anime in the <laughs> 90s it was a rough scene yeah because well, the kids today are going why didn't you just download it because an well, episode I, would have taken a week to download <laughs> yeah <laughs> and fill up your entire computer twice over <laughs> uh yeah i was i was actually explaining this to somebody who was uh a bit younger than me and i was like no i had to like save my allowance for three weeks and then i had to convince a parent to drive me to the mall 20 minutes away because the only place that had it was suncoast suncoast yeah and then i had to hope that like they had the vhs i was up to its stock and then i had to decide if i wanted dubbed or subbed because sometimes the dubs were just (laughs) terrible and now there's like crunchyroll and hulu i'm so jealous yeah Yeah. (laughs) folks you can go watch all of sailor moon for free right now Uh, no no on the device that you are using to listen to this you have to subscribe 
Do you have to like? Do you have to even subscribe to Hulu to get Sailor Moon? I, yeah. Is it only on Plus? I, I well, first of all, I don't think they call it that anymore. But yes, I'm pretty sure you have to subscribe to get it. Yeah. Well, oh. still, you can pay seven dollars and yeah. get the entire series. Yeah, you can pay seven dollars. Oh, a deal. God. Watch it in your first month and then <laughs> and then quit. <laughs> you know, you might even there. there might even be two weeks free. Oh, you might you might be right. If you really hurry, <laughs> you can watch it in your free two weeks. If you are super committed to Sailor Moon. <laughs> Editor's note, I just checked, and you can actually watch all 200 subtitled episodes for free, or 70 dubbed episodes for free, but you do need to put in the year of your birth, because I guess Sailor Moon is for grown-ups. <laughs> so, when you were when you were reading the manga, like, mm-hmm. did you uh, did you feel like there was a better value? Because, you know, Jordan <laughs> and I, coming from comics, no, like, seriously. <laughs> no, like, I get it. I have always... I've always felt that, you know, comics are interesting because they read quick. You know, you pay your, you know, now, nowadays you pay your $3.99 for, uh, I don't know, I'll pick a comic at random, X-Men 92 from Marvel (laughs) Comics. Uh, And you can, you know, you can read it in, in, in 10 minutes. Well, that's a bad example because that one has a lot of words in it. So it's going to take you longer than 10 minutes. (laughs) It does. A lot of great words. A lot of really great words. All the words. Anything. Anything wrong with them is editing. <laughs> editing or, or, or Chad's part. <laughs> but yeah, like you get that and you and you knock it out. So mm-hmm. compared to like a video game uh, where you have 60 hours of content that you can get through, it, it seems a little l- like you're not getting as much for the money. But I, I have always felt like with comics, you can read them over and over and over and you can mm-hmm. read them and and pay close attention to the dialogue and you can read them and pay close attention to the, to the, uh, the art and you can see how it all blends together and you can go back and read back issues. And so I've always thought comics are a pretty great value mm-hmm. compared to other media. That's one of the things that drew, drew me to them, especially if you're getting two episodes on a VHS tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. I liked reading the graphic novels and I would read them over and over again. And I would sometimes draw from them as well. Um, and so just like having that. And I, what I really like about Sailor Moon is the art style. Cause there's sort of a like wispiness ethereal feel to it that I really liked. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still read comics. I read a lot of graphic novels and I, I you know, I, I think books are always going to be worth it, but I'm, I'm a little biased because that's sort of what I do is <laughs> literature. <laughs> yeah. We're working in publishing. Right. Uh, all three of us, I think, would say, oh, yeah, everyone go buy books. Yeah, yeah. Everyone absolutely. Everyone go absolutely buy books. Yeah, you're not going to – I mean, what are you going to do? You you have a book and you have art in your hands. Like, what's what's bad about that? In terms of Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. I feel like following along with the manga is an interesting case because, like you said, it doesn't have the filler. Like, there's yeah. no filler in no, the manga. it's, it's very just, fast. Uh, it is an assault. <laughs> on the senses. Yeah, I think well, they're done with Queen Beryl in what volume one of the republication from what is it, Kadansha? Yeah. Yeah. Is it that fast? Dang. Yeah, they're yeah, I mean, like, she's gone soon. And they're well, moving Chibiusa on. Chibiusa is in volume two. Yeah. Oh, the one okay. with Mars on the cover. And there you go. But you know, you're right. Chris hasn't brought it up recently, or at least not that I recall. Are the Spectre sisters in the they are. They're in the manga. Yeah, they are. Yes. Are they are they like the, the four kings where they just get one chapter each and then they're gone yeah it's it's a little different than the the four kinks because 
they'll show up. They're essentially like distractions. Um, so they show up and they engage with the sailor scout and they always, this is ridiculous, but they'll be interviewed on some kind of talk show that's being broadcast. <laughs> okay. And like call out the sailor scout. So I don't know why people in Tokyo aren't like, what is happening? Like we've seen these UFOs. There's these strange looking women that are on talk shows challenging people to, um, I think Mars gets challenged to like a fortune telling match. I don't know. And, uh, then Amy is publicly challenged to a chess match as we will see, but <laughs> so they, yeah, they, they turn everything into, into wrestling basically where they yeah. are going and chat calling people. Yeah. Out. <laughs> All right. I really have to catch up on this manga, <laughs> <laughs> but they like, you know, they, they show up, they fight the sailor scout and then they are killed, but um, they manage to catch them, and then the Sailor Scout is, like, taken off to uh, Nemesis. Oh, that's very yeah. different. Yeah. So there's this whole thing where they keep getting picked off one by one, and the only one that doesn't um, doesn't get taken is Venus, actually. Because they're not interested in her. <laughs> well, they try, but uh, I don't know. Tuxedo Mask and Sailor Moon show up and manage to keep her from being pulled off to the Black Moon Clan home base. Wow. They just they just take that block of wood and nail it to the floor. Oh, Can't move it. Oh no, that's interesting. Uh, uh, that's crazy. I didn't know it was that mm-hmm. different. I didn't remember. Eventually, Sailor Moon is also on Nemesis, and I I don't know. There's somebody that like kidnaps her because he saw Neo Queen Serenity, and she like glared at him, <laughs> and he's like, I'm in love with her, and then decides to go back in time and kidnap Sailor Moon. I'm not really clear. On the motivation there. I, I will say, <laughs> there's a lot in the manga that's not really clear. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love I, I love it. But there's a lot that's not really clear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one major difference between the anime and the manga is the stuff that happens in these couple of episodes. Because mm-hmm. uh, you don't get the Spectre Sisters being moon-heeled uh, and going off to live together. Uh, spoiler warning, everybody. It's not just Cohen. Cohen doesn't go live alone while the Sailor Scouts murder her sisters. Aww. That, what do you, aww, what do you mean? <laughs> for the best. You're, you're harsh, Jordan. No, no, that's for the best. But, uh, I mean, I guess they, I guess the animators were just like, were just like Artemis at the end of last episode. Well, I couldn't, couldn't hurt to try. <laughs> yeah, it's, it really makes me wonder how they got to that decision. Because I do think that it's a, it's a good one. It continues the kind of theme that we started with Alan and Anne, where Alan and Anne just like end up going off and with the doom tree and having a, you know, having a nice, pleasant life <laughs> as brother and sister. Spinoffs. They definitely are. No. Uh, brother and but, sister of man kind of situation. No. No. Of tree and each other. It does make me wonder. And it also makes me wonder if it was a thing where it's like, you know, it's okay to have jedite and zoocyte and nephrite and malachite or, or kunzite killed because they're men but you don't necessarily want to see these young women get murdered by your heroes <laughs> although it's it's worse when you find i mean i don't think that in the anime we ever discovered that they used to be good guys but it's really terrible if in the yeah. comics they're like by the way those people you murdered they used to be good guys. Yeah. They, they were just misguided and brainwashed and you murdered them. <laughs> well, well, they murdered, they murdered, uh, what, two of them? Well, yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, no, in the manga, they, I thought they killed all of them. 
Oh, well, yeah, in the manga, like, Jupiter, as I said, Jupiter burns Nephrite to death in her first appearance. You see his burned corpse. Yeah. They somehow turn all into, like, crystals. Oh, right, right, right. And then yeah. and then Darian Maru. keeps them. Yeah. Yeah. Maru. In his pocket. Just carries them around. <laughs> Asks him for advice every so often. Oh, it's so wonderful. So are there any other major differences from the anime and the manga that you prefer the manga over the anime? I do like how quick it moves because you, I, I felt at the time I was getting my money's worth for 10 bucks to get that much plot. And as opposed to, you know, like a fraction of that for the, the cost of VHS tapes. And a lot of it is, you know, I, I think a lot of it had to do also with the art style uh, was what I really liked as well. And there's just so much more detail because there can be, they don't have to think about continuing to draw it and having it move. I really like Haruka and Mishiru as well. So they come up pretty fast mm-hmm. in the manga as well. And I know that, God, how many episodes are they out now? Like 20 more? It takes yeah. forever be <laughs> for them to show up. Yeah, they come in in, in, in S, so yeah. it's going to be quite a few. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've never seen them. Yeah. Well, except in the musical. <laughs> except in the musical. I mean, look, I know who they are. I know. <laughs> There's also a lot of uh, a lot more different attacks as well in the manga. I was noticing that when I was reading it again, that aren't just you know they they sort of have to be prompted in the anime, but uh, in the manga they just show up and nobody is like, "Where'd you get that new attack?" They're just like, "Oh, I just did it. No big deal." <laughs> I prayed to Gramps. <laughs> One thing that I I noticed in this episode was I, I feel like if I was a Senshi or a Yoma more likely that i would be a yomo i guess okay i would just add the words full power at the end of my attacks every time (laughs) because why wouldn't you right sure because that's how you do it apparently you just do the exact same attack but you say full power at the end i think it's a psychological move (laughs) it was just to intimidate (laughs) that emily i think if you're up for it it is time for us to go into this week's episode Uh, i will say once again i have not yet bought the dvds I no. really need to do that, so I did not watch the dub. But, like me, you can watch along on Hulu. Sailor Moon is on there. Hours of viewing pleasure await you, to mm-hmm. paraphrase Paul F. Tompkins. Mm-hmm. Today, we are going to be watching For Friendship, Ami versus Bertier. It's Sailor Moon R, episode 71. Jordan. Yes. Should I guess what the American title was in the original Deke dub? You are going to get it first guess. Was it Chess Kumite? Oh, come on. How could you do this? No, you're going to get it. It's easy. Was it was it was it checkmate? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. It's that simple. Done. Chess episode, checkmate. Done. Really should have been Chess Kumite. We should have been Chess Bloodsport. Murder Chess. Because uh, that is what we are going to get. Now, actually, but but before we actually get to the chess... There's something else special about this episode, Chris. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, you're right. We have a new opening sequence. A little early, if you ask me. <laughs> because it's full yeah, of just... all characters we won't see for like four or five episodes. <laughs> well, the weird thing is, okay, this is episode 71 of Sailor Moon R. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sailor Moon R ends at episode 89. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to get... It's a weird number, but okay. We're going to get 18 episodes of this new uh, opening sequence before it has to change again. That's a pretty decent number. It's a pretty decent number, but it seems like it's a little bit late in the game. Yeah. Right? It seems like maybe this should have been the new opening when Rini showed up. Uh, mm, yeah. 
I don't know. At any rate, well, no, didn't we have two different openings so far this season or no? I no. actually do not recall. We might have had two already. We might have had one for Alan and Anne and one for – anyway, it doesn't matter. Point is it's a but, real weird one. It's, it's, it's a weird one, but it all, it, it's all thematic based on stuff that we're going to get over those next 18 episodes. Sure. It's all time traveling. It's It's got some weird clock fish swimming through the stream of time, <laughs> which is very weird. And then, and then, like a, it's, a bunch of characters who we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, it's got Esmeralda. Love Esmeralda. But it's a nice, it's a nice sequence. I noticed it's got yeah, it's uh, really King and Demian in it, who has two medals instead of one <laughs> around his neck. He gave himself another one. <laughs> who awarded King and Demian those medals? <laughs> I mean, it must have been Serena, right? It must have been Usagi. He's got one for the 2013 Rose Throwing Championships. <laughs> Maybe he helped himself. I mean, she's sort of in a weird crystal sleep at this point, isn't she? Oh, that's true. He's just like, I'm going to give myself a medal. Why not? Yeah. I got to cheer yeah, myself this up one's somehow. For, this one's for making my own past self break up with my <laughs> wife. Uh, that that happens, you know, these things happen. Yeah. So I, I, I do like that we get all this, you know, time travel imagery. Like we see the big door. We see the big mm-hmm. time door that they go to. So I like that we're getting all that as a nice way of saying like, hey, everybody, uh, as soon as we get done with the Spectre Sister stuff, things are going to get real weird. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, they're, they're, it's, it's accurate. So then the episode begins. I guess, should I catch everybody up? Jordan, do we need to catch everybody up? Yeah. Oh, wait, but one more thing. I did have one other note about the opening, which is, again, she's super naked in the opening. Yes. She's like walking across the screen (laughs) super naked. And it's the thing. I think this is, unless I'm mistaken, I think this is the first time where they just went, we're just going to color her 100% flesh tone naked. We're just going to Barbie doll it up. We're just going to be like no nipples, no genitals. Otherwise, she's normal naked. <laughs> I, just, I was not expecting to hear the words the word genitals on the show today. That's all. Uh, then it then then I've succeeded in my mission, surprising you again. Yeah, it's, it's every every day is a new adventure. <laughs> Anyway, all right. That was my other. That was my other note. Uh, so should I catch everybody up, Jordan? Can I have like five seconds? It won't Just take five. long. Just well, okay. it'll take five seconds apparently. Yeah, it'll take it'll take five, like four sec, like four and a half. Can you put okay. four and a half seconds on the clock? It's difficult, but I can go. In the far off future, the planet Nemesis has returned from outside of the solar system, and with it, it has brought the Black Moon Clan. Now, the Black Moon Clan is attacking Neo Crystal Tokyo. And to do that, they have the help of the four Spectre sisters. In order, from oldest to youngest, we have Pets, Calaveras, Bertier, and Cohen. They are vicious, <laughs> vicious people powered by dark energy. They love nothing more than makeup and murdering infants. But with the help of the Moon Crystal, one of them, Cohen, the youngest of the four Spectre sisters, has been Moon Heal. She has been refreshed. And now she works as a makeup sales lady, helping people to be beautiful. Uh, but the three other Spectre sisters are still in action, and they are still trying to murder 
The Sailor Scouts, led by Usagi Tsukino, who is 14 years old of cancer. Her blood type is O. She's over-emotional. She's a bit of a klutz, but she's also Sailor Moon, the defender of love and justice. Uh, with her in her fight are the rest of the Sailor Senshi. We have Ami Mizuno, the kind-hearted girl genius who is also Sailor Mercury. We have Rei Hino, the hot-headed psychic who is also Sailor Mars. We have Makoto Kino, the powerful girl in love, who is also Sailor Jupiter. And we have Minako Aino, who is Sailor Venus. She has a cat. She has a talking cat. She has one of the two talking cats on the show. You, you, uh, she, she doesn't even have the only talking cat on the show. <laughs> you, Just heads up. She she has the worst talking cat on the show, in fact. You forgot Rubius. Yeah, Rubius doesn't matter. Rubius sucks. Everybody knows Rubius sucks. I, you know, you you mentioned that they're called the Black Moon Clan. And I guess in my mind, I always thought... Is this... Wait, so is this cutting into my four and a half? Oh, I'm sorry. You, I thought you were done. You, pause the clock while okay, you're talking. Stop, stop the clock. Uh, no, no, go ahead. You finish. You finish. Go. So yeah, uh, Rubius is trying to murder Chibiusa, who is actually Usagi's daughter from the future, uh, with... Uh, Usagi's boyfriend slash future husband slash future king of the planet, uh, Memoru Chiba, who is also Tuxedo Mask and is also future king and Dian, uh, who told his past self to break up with Usagi in the past, which somehow did not erase Chibiusa from existence, which I think would have given Rubius exactly what he wants. But time travel in this show is very weird. Four and a half, right? Did I get it? Is it in there? No, you got it. Okay, cool. Cool. I always thought the Black Moon clan, like, I, I assumed clan meant actual family. But it's just like a clan, like, a group of people. It's like the Wu-Tang clan. <laughs> okay. Because, like, like, obviously they're sisters. The sisters are sisters. But at some point I went, wait, is he not their brother? Like, I just figured he was their brother. And no, clearly not. They're all children of the planet <laughs> Nemesis, Jordan. In your logic. Yes, well, okay. But they're also clearly trying to seduce him. Most of them, anyway. So... Yes, that is true. <laughs> so then fine. Um, okay, now this episode. Here's a big thing that I need to talk about. This episode is going to start with something that is 100% wrong, and it's going to continue being 100% wrong for the entire episode all the time. And you, I need you to explain to me why that is. They probably fix it in the dub. You watched the dub? No, you didn't watch the dub. You watched the sub as well. I did not watch the dub. In the sub, the, what's the first line of the, of the show, Chris? Uh, check. Yeah, you don't win with check. <laughs> You win with checkmate, friend. <laughs> that is true. And they that, do that for that the entire true. show. Every time they win at chess, they go, check. And I go, that, guys, you guys are the worst at chess ever. That is, you don't give up then. You keep playing. I wonder if that is a... I wonder if that is a linguistic difference. Maybe. But I can't imagine that they would adopt all of the English terms for chess and only get check and not checkmate. <laughs> So listen, if you speak Japanese and and play chess, please tell us if for some reason you use check to mean checkmate and what do you say when check happens? Hopefully not checkmate because that would be really fucked up. That would be very confusing. <laughs> but yeah, it just keeps happening throughout the entire episode and I keep going like that every time. Also, also can, can, real talk, Usagi is not in checkmate. Oh no, really? Oh yeah, she's no. not. Usagi is not in checkmate. She could like that king could take that bishop unless unless there's stuff going on uh, on the part of the board we don't see. Let me see if there's a wider shot. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna analyze the f out of this. That is the purpose of this podcast. Also, she like telekinetically. Oh wait, no, we there's a wider shot. Yeah, it's protected. There's a knight. Yeah, there's there's a knight uh, protecting her her bishop. Okay, but she could also move. She could also just move the king one space left or one space right. 
Usagi is not in check. Usagi no. just does the, like well, Usagi's not in checkmate. I think Usagi just gave up. I, there's a, no, there's a lot of pieces. I I can't tell what they all are. I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure. I mean, you, look, it's possible they fucked it up. I'm not, I don't want to say they're perfect because they just said check and then the game ended. But they probably thought about it a little more than that. Mm, mm, I mean, mm. if you see, there's a wider shot. Do you see the wider shot? It's just very quick. I'm looking at the wider shot right now. Emily, Emily, what do you think? Can we get a ruling on this? Uh, I'm trying to get to the wider shot. I'm sorry. Give me a second here. No, you're, yeah, I you're mean, right. it looks like she's not in checkmate. She should be able to hide behind the the the. Because I can't position. tell. Or no, is that a bishop or a queen? That's that. I think. Oh wait, that might be that might be a queen. If it's a queen, no. That yeah, you're right. That's that's her queen. Yeah, but she could still take that queen. No, because yeah. the 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 rook has the queen protected. No, not the rook. The uh, the the knight has the queen protected. Okay, okay. If the knight has the queen protected. And uh, mm, okay, yeah. you're right. You're okay. I rescind it. I rescind it. Usagi is in checkmate. I thought they were bishops. Oh. They are queens. Wow, that was close. <laughs> All right, Sailor Moon. <laughs> well, now that that's settled. Now that that's settled, we can move on with the rest of the episode. And I have to say, it was very nice of Ami and Makoto to go over to Usagi's house on what is clearly a date. <laughs> no, that's not accurate. Yes. yes. How is that not accurate? If it was a group hang, the others would be there. <laughs> Because you don't go on a date to your friend's house. That's not you especially... Do, you do if your friend wants to play chess. No. Your friend just wants to play chess. I mean, no. No. Clearly, Amy just wanted to go... I mean, listen, I'm not even saying they're not in love right now. I'm just saying this isn't a date. Because Amy just wanted to go play chess. And Makoto is like, I don't know, jack about jack when it comes to chess. Uh, You're wrong. And I'll tell you why she you're wrong. She calls it a cake! No, that's not the part you're wrong about. That is the part, I will get to that okay, later. Okay, okay. When, when everybody like is an idiot who completely forgets what chess is. No, you're wrong because this chess game was not Ami's idea. Usagi, Usagi says that she's been studying really hard and she's been reading a book called Chess Master. So clearly Usagi called Ami and said, hey, come over. I want to play chess. Right, right. And Ami and Makoto were probably already hanging out. Yeah, but that's not. And so they just both went over. Well, that okay. All of that sounds accurate. I yes, don't think that is accurate. Necessarily, a date. <laughs> anyway, it is a date. It's fine. No, because that would be ruining a date. That would be her ruining a date. I don't, does your best friend ruin your dates, Jordan? Yes. No. No. My best friend is my wife. Oh. Okay. Do you? Have... <laughs> okay. All no, right. Yes. Fine. I'm saying if, if if you and your romantic other are hanging out and your best friend goes, come over and play chess, and you say yes. Not to mention, okay, let's let's put this in more non-Amy, non-geeky modern terms. If you're hanging out with your girlfriend and your friend says, come over and play Xbox with me, and you go, okay, your girlfriend's gonna be like. Are you fucking kidding me? Unless your girlfriend loves playing Xbox too. But clearly, again, Makoto does not. So she's just sitting there going, great. Now I'm watching you fucking play Call of Duty. Awesome. This is a great date. And not only does the best friend come over, she brings her her future daughter with her too. (laughs) Okay, I will say, I will say, bringing your your 905-year-old daughter from the future, that, that puts the kibosh on any romance that's going on. But I'm just saying, look how they are seated around the chessboard in the next little bit. It is Ami and Mako sitting together with with a connection. <laughs> with a connection. 
I'm glad you could feel that connection. So in this scene, we we learned that uh, Amy is the junior chess champion of Japan. Unsurprising. Well, unsurprising as far as ridiculous, cliched television shows go. <laughs> well, fair. I think, I mean, on some level, part of me wants to be like, she should be like, I don't have time for chess. I'm busy with math. Chess is just applied math. Is that true? Yeah, it's mm. all geometry and, oh, and it's all thinking geometry. moves ahead. Uh, it is all geometry. It's on a fucking board, Jordan. Every, so is Monopoly. But that Monopoly is not, well, Monopoly is just geometry. Jordan, are you going to tell me <laughs> that you think chess and Monopoly are basically the same? They're very similar. And that you think chess does not require any geometry skills? Geometry skills, like basic ones, like like ones that everyone should have. Oh, right. So everyone is everyone is great at chess. No, no. Those are like strategic things. I'm saying the geometry part of chess shouldn't be the hard part. You have to keep track of a lot of different moves and positions. All right. Yeah, that's meant. But like, uh, I don't think I just don't think of that as geometry. All right, everybody. Jordan D. White. Chess is super easy over here. I'm not saying I didn't know I was doing a podcast with fucking Gary Kasparov. I'm not good at chess. I'm not fucking deep blue over here. I'm saying the hard part of chess is, like you said, thinking ahead and strategizing and knowing what other people will do, which I don't think of as geometry. Knowing the way that pieces move is the easy part that you learn on your first day. Knowing the way that the pieces move is easy. Keeping track of it all and planning strategy around it, that is difficult. Yeah, but I just don't... Yeah, you're right. I think that's... But I don't see how that's geometry. But all right. Listen, maybe right, that's why let's, I'm not let's move on here. I don't play it <laughs> Bobby as a Fisher. game. You know, I think it's kind of weird that there's this much emphasis on strategy and chess and taking down the enemy that does not show up ever again in their fighting. You'd think it would translate to the fighting. Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. It's completely irrelevant to the way the, sh- yeah. the episode is solved. Well, yeah, that's because there's no chess piece that can that can shoot lightning. <laughs> <laughs> there's no chess piece that can cast moon healing and turn the opponent's queen into your queen. Well, because and it's also because nobody respects it. I mean, we're going to get into it later. But like they when they meet up with Birdie, Birdie's like, yeah, it's all about competition and only losers don't care about competition. And then she fucking loses and goes, oh, that's fine. I'm just going to murder you. So that that means like that's like I win, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same goal she was set out to do. So, I don't know. <laughs> Contingency plan. Anyway, so uh, they, I, they I guess on, in that respect, you. they play and then the power of friendship wins because Usagi is just like, even though I lost, it, everything's fine. So uh, they decide to teach uh, Chibiusa how to play chess. Chibiusa handily beats Usagi again in her first game because Usagi is not good at chess. And then Ami looks at her watch and is like, I gotta go. Which is hilarious because Ami is clearly not wearing a watch in any scene before or after this. Oh, really? That's really funny. I didn't notice. I made that note too. Yeah, Ami just develops a watch when it is time to get out, when it is time to bail. Uh, Amy. I mean, Amy. she does pull up a visor at will when she's Mercury, so maybe it translates to her human form too. <laughs> that she can just manifest a watch. Is it a Mercury yep. watch? <laughs> well, she's wearing that, it. That is really funny. I did not notice that, but yeah, it just all of a sudden appears when it's time for her to look. And and so she's got to go. Uh, yeah, and and Usagi says, "Are you going to cram school?" Good assumption. safe bet. Yeah. <laughs> but Ami says, "No, I'm going to Chess Tower." <laughs> Uh, so from there we cut to the black moon clan headquarters bmchq 
where uh, all of the Spectre sisters are watching uh, Cohen in her new life as a uh, makeup salesperson. So where she is just, helping people be lovely. They just have magic voyeur powers that they can just watch anything anywhere ever. I mean, yeah, they're from the future. Why not? That's it's crazy. That's all. I'm, like they're just like, yeah, we we can see what she's doing at any time if we want to. I really like the way the Spectre sisters are presented in this scene because you just see an isolated shot of their eyes, like one eye at a time, floating against this dripping background. It's very it's very comic booky and it's very sinister and compared to, you know, seeing Cohen, who by the way just looks like Cohen. She still has cat ears. Mhm. She, all she's missing is the jewel on her forehead. And uh, but she she looks like a person and then cutting back to uh the Spectre sisters, they're just eyes against this, you know, green and black blood dripping background. And then the first person that we see who actually becomes a person who does isn't just a pair of eyes is Bertier, who, spoiler warning, is not going to be evil at the end of this episode. So Rubius is there. And they're all like mad. They're all going, oh, she's terrible. She's terrible. And he's like, don't worry about it. Yeah, she sucks. Anyway, I found a new crystal point. They, they keep calling her a traitor. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't think is the right word. Because it's not like she's bad for like, good, man. What are you talking about? Well, no. Well, Cohen doesn't become a sailor scout, right? Cohen goes and gets a job. <laughs> Cohen fair. is not necessarily a traitor. She has just left the army. Hmm. She's a deserter is what she is. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess that's – I don't know. What, what do you think, if Emily? If she's turning her back on their mission, I mean, I could see why they would call her a traitor. But it is kind of kind of an odd choice. I mean, what's in the end, what's the difference between a, a deserter and a traitor? I mean, deserting is a way of she's, betrayal. Well, she's not actively working against them, is the thing. I mean, I feel like that's not actually true. She's not actively working against them in the sense that she doesn't have superpowers anymore. But she is in the sense that she helped them not die in the bombing last episode. And she's going to help again soon, as you will see. I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. But like, again, you know, right now she just has a job and they're like, they're like, fuck you. Fuck your retail job. Uh, she's giving away their beauty tips is the thing. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. <laughs> You're going to look so good the next time you try to kill an infant. What did you say? Nothing. <laughs> uh, Nothing. Sorry. I'm good now. So, yes, Jordan, you said new crystal point. Oh, yeah. New Crystal Point, which, again, is so lame and confusing because every time they do that, he puts up the same map with 27 blinking lights on it. And he goes, I found this new one. And you're supposed to go, wait, which? I don't, uh, what, who? I don't know. Who knows? One of them is new. Don't worry about it. Guess which one it is. It's Chest Tower, which now that I think about it, this all does seem to fit with the continuing theory we have, the fan theory we have about the Crystal Points being things that are important to to them. Yeah, I mean, the thing that we've said before is that it's stuff that's important to Usagi, but between Hikawa Shrine and now this chest tower, which we are seeing for the very first time. Right. <laughs> but like, but in addition, that's the thing. Maybe that's why he's just he just discovered it because this is when it becomes important to the scouts. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, as we're gonna see, it's been important to Ami the entire time. I've just never seen it or have it or had it been mentioned. I know because I think that she says it's just opening. 
So this guy is important to her for a long time, but I don't think, I think she's saying it just opened. Okay. I mean, that would make sense. So from there we cut to the chest tower and it is Gotham city as fudge. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It is a, it, it is a giant building shaped like a rook, shaped like a chess rook. With like six uh, with, windows. With six windows. <laughs> with a with a chessboard walkway leading up to it, lined with statues of chess pieces. <laughs> it's so great. I wish it was real. <laughs> it is wait, not. Wait, wait, wait. Before I just want to point out also, before we get to that, they they have to like give us a minute to pause and allow Rubius to be an asshole. <laughs> okay. Yes, that is true. Because because he says, hey, check it out, new, new point. And Bernie immediately goes, got it, runs off because she's freaking out about Cohen and wants a distraction, I guess. And the other sisters are like, man, what's up with her? Well, whatever. We'll deal with it if we have to. And then Rubius walks away, stops like five feet away from them. So they're probably sitting there going, does he have something else to say? What? What is he? What is he doing? But no, he just sits there and goes... Yeah, they're all a bunch of fucking idiots. Like, <laughs> I will do. And he he gets to just because of it was chess tower. He does. They're all pawns to be used by the king, and the king's me, and they all suck, and I'm awesome. So I hope they all die. Uh. <laughs> um, and speaking, we one hundred percent need to redub this episode. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, speak. Oh, and 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 in the deke dub, he says. Toil away, you stupid dupes. Again, he also demonstrates... Toil away, you assholes. (laughs) He also demonstrates a misunderstanding of how chess works by being like, I'm going to sacrifice all my pawns (laughs) and then I will win. And it's like, that's not not what you do. (laughs) The first person to run out of pawns wins. No, that's not it. You've never never heard of the Rubius defense? In chess, it's very rarely pulled off successfully. <laughs> yeah, I think it will seem destined to lose, in my opinion. Right. So, so the, from there we go to chess tower. It's amazing, and then so impractical. Then, so impractical. Here's the thing: Ami's very smart. Yep. But I feel like Ami's less smart than she is constantly surrounded by idiots, <laughs> because. This place is called Chess Tower. They just played a game of chess. They get there, and Usagi goes, this shape reminds me of something. And Makoto goes, yeah, it looks like a cake. <laughs> it very, like, it, only in the loosest sense does it look like a cake. She's in talking the, about... Cakes and chess pieces are both three-dimensional objects. She's talking about an episode of Cake Boss where they made a chess-themed cake. She so, would watch uh, Cake Boss. <laughs> She would love Cake Boss. What do you think? Okay, here is a question for us, and here's a question for the listeners. They can tweet at Sailor Business. What do you think Jupiter's favorite Food Network show is? <laughs> Emily, do you have a guess? Do you have a theory uh, on this? I would say Chopped because I feel like she'd really like like heavy competition. Do you think she would prefer Chopped over Cutthroat Kitchen because Ooh. Cutthroat Kitchen is a little too mean? Yeah, she's not mean. I think so. Yeah, I don't think she would really be into the cutthroat nature of it. I think she'd be more interested in making something and doing her best and then would she'd be that person when they interview, she'd be like, Everybody is being really mean, but I'm just trying to focus on my food. There's always one of those. Here's here Jordan, do you have a theory? Because I have a theory. 
over which would be your favorite. I mean, I don't watch yes. enough of them. I just recently saw the Cupcake one for the first time, and it was pretty awesome. Cupcake Wars. Yeah, did you watch the like uh, Did you watch the Archie Comics Cupcake Wars? No, I didn't know there was okay, one. That was the newest one. Oh, I have to find it. Here is my Here is my theory. Before we meet her, Makoto was really into Chopped uh, because competition. It's all about you know, like like making the best of what you have. Uh, adapting to situations, it's 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 a food, it's a it's a battle, it's a fight. But after she becomes a Sailor Scout, her favorite cooking show, and, and I'm cheating a little, this is not a Food Network show. After she becomes a Sailor Scout, her favorite cooking show is Great British Bake Off, because that is a show where everybody becomes friends and they all hug. Aww, <laughs> that is my that is my theory. Please tweet at us at Sailor Business. <laughs> Whatever happened to Iron Chef? That was the best. Oh, oh yeah, Ami Pro- or um, Makoto probably is really into Iron Chef. It was the best. Wasn't Doesn't it? she mention Iron Chef at some point in the show? Not that or I maybe remember. in one of the musicals. That'd be awesome. Anyway, so, so she yeah. thinks it Ami looks like Ami has to explain, pit. like, no, this building looks like a chess piece. Like, it looks like it is the the chess piece that looks like a building. You guys, mm-hmm. but it's such an impractical building. Yeah, it is a little it, top heavy. Like that 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 part at the top, which again is a cartoon version of the top of a castle. Like, on a castle, makes sense. In this version, there's no way people could go up there. That that's, It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing. You could go up there. There could be an elevator. No, I'm not saying there's no way to get up there. I'm, I don't believe that there's a roof with a... that Like, that wall is... Impr- uh, no, I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it. Well, the spacing is... I like is, this building. The, uh, the spacing is too wide if we're going with traditional castle turret. Right. Like, when they show the shot from the roof, there's like three of them could fit in that space. That's not really, it's not really what you want on a castle wall. It's Wait, are they up actually on the roof at some point? No, they, um, they, they do a shot from the top. So there's like the uh-huh. turret and then the three of them facing Bertier as she uh-huh. walks up and starts talking, okay. talking shit. <laughs> well, Emily, first of all, if your argument is that this building was not built to withstand a siege... <laughs> I think that is accurate. Yeah. I think that is a fair assessment. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. I think no, they should right. start thinking about that, given the track record. I just, I just found that shot. It's a preposterous building. It's a preposterous <laughs> building. And come on, come on. It is, look, it is a preposterous building. I love it, and I wish it was real. I would love to go to this building. I mean, you say it's a Gotham City building, and I'm like, yeah, like Batman Forever, Gotham City building. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they made the best Gotham City. Oh, God. Giant neon statues everywhere. <laughs> Love it. So, Emily, you talked about Bertier walking up. Yeah. Bertier's outfit. Oh, I love it. He's the best. <laughs> it's great. I love that it's a checkerboard. Yes. <laughs> Not even a chessboard, a checkerboard. Uh, she is wearing a black and red uh, checkerboard strapless. Uh, mini dress, a hat that is the top of a queen chess piece, and a bondage collar with a padlock on it. Yep. This is, like, this should have been what New 52 Harley Quinn looked like. (laughs) Bertie, a.k.a. Bertie, is, I think, the best sister. She's my favorite. I know some people like Catsy better. I like Bertie better. They They are definitely my two favorites. They certainly get more screen time and more attention than uh, Pets and Calaveras. Oh, did you see her earrings? They're the top oh, are, of a bishop. Oh yeah, they are. Oh wow. Yeah, this outfit is great. Yes, because ah, so because perfect. what we have just learned before she shows up is that to celebrate the opening of the tower, they're gonna hold 
the World Chess Championship. The World Chesselmania Chess Championship. <laughs> and uh, at, at which point Usagi and Makoto go, oh, Amy, you should enter. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, I'm just a junior chess master or chess champion. There's no way I'm going to win. And they're like, you'll totally win. Guess what? Guess what, guys? Guess what? She's going to win the World Chess Championship very soon. Spoilers. Yeah, I mean, it is a it is a plot point that has just been introduced. So obviously <laughs> she's going to win. <laughs> but Birdie shows up and Birdie, uh, Birdie is there because because uh, Amy's like, yeah, listen, it's just, a, you know, I, I just I just like chess. It doesn't matter if I win. Like, that doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. And then Bertier goes, that's how losers think. <laughs> Which is a baller thing to say when you are wearing your chess outfit, when you are cosplaying chess at the World Chess Tournaments. Mm-hmm. What's that line about dress for the job you want? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does she have one glove on too? Wait, no. Oh. Just the way that she was posed looked weird, I guess. Oh, was it a purse under her? Anyway, I couldn't tell what it was. I love that she's just so like cheerful and sweet looking and she's just like that's how losers think in your chummy chummy chess like she chummy, just chummy chess is pretty yeah, great chummy chummy chess is child's play that's really good uh it's really good alliteration and then she pushes past them and walks inside to she walks inside and this person that the scouts have seen multiple times <sighs> it's uh, magic. This person that they have fought who looks no different other than her distractingly awesome wardrobe makoto goes who the hell was she? It's magic. Then, it's the same as the scouts. And then in response, Usagi goes, she's nasty. Which <laughs> <This> is great. <laughs> so again, they're saving their, their extras budget for later for the chess tournament. So even though today is the day of signups for the chess tournament, apparently Amy waits till the last possible second when everyone else has not only already signed up, but left the building. To actually finally sign up for the chess tournament. Uh, inside the chess tower, by the way, there is a framed portrait of a knight. Sure. Which you would expect. But then you, you get a low angle shot of Ami and you can see the ceiling. And the ceiling is a chessboard, and the light fixture is a pawn where the top of the pawn is the light. And that's fucking great. Yep. And I love it. Yep. I love it. Yes, this no, yeah, you're right. The interior design of this place is bananas and awesome. Everything is yeah. in perfect squares so that it looks chessboardy. It's it's crazy. It's wonderful. Yes. So, uh Ami meets uh this old dude that she has known since she was a little girl, and this guy has a boomerang for a mustache and two <laughs> giant half boomerangs for eyebrows. Yeah, accurate. And he challenges her to a chess game. I like that there's a chessboard in the waiting room behind the plant. Of course. Why would there not be? Just in case. Of course there is. <laughs> of course there is. Like every available surface in this building, you should be able to play chess on. <laughs> it's it's like if you go to the Lego booth at San Diego and everything is Lego. Like all the walls are Lego. There's just boxes of pieces sitting everywhere. That is what this building should be, but for chess. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, so they get you like thinking about chess the whole way in with all the decor. And then, you know, there's the chess board. So they lead you in. It's like a, I don't know. Well, I would assume there's more than just the one. I would assume that like <laughs> around every corner is a chess board. I hope, I hope that if you come here to this, I mean, again, for the opening, they're having a giant chess tournament. 
what is this intended as on a day-to-day basis? It's, it, is it know, like a chess it's museum? A chess center. Yeah. Like if you just go in and go check out all the chess art that we've got and then stop for a game of chess, like is that how you spend an afternoon at the chess tower? Well, Don't I mean, think a... too hard about the chess tower. You'll take away its magic. <laughs> he's an eccentric millionaire. Yeah, he must be. So he plays chess with Amy. Guess who wins? Well, and he plays chess with Amy and he notices through her style of playing that now she has friends. Yes. <laughs> Which I love. But, like, I love that because I like Ami has been reduced to math book for so long uh, that it's nice to get an Ami spotlight. It's nice to get an Ami spotlight that has something to do with, you know, a, a stereotypically smart thing to be into, but not homework, not <laughs> math, not, you know, I am going to be a doctor one day. Better brush up on my trigonometry. Like, that we get a little depth to her. And in the process of that, someone who has known her for a long time reminds us of the core of Ami's story, which is that she was alone and isolated. And then Sailor Moon came along. And now Ami has amazing friends that she is super close to. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I love that we get that. And I love that, like, I love that chess is treated like kung fu. In that you can tell so much about a person from their style of play. Like, that's great. You don't play chess lonely anymore. <laughs> yeah, you got into chess because it was your only source of human interaction. But now it doesn't seem like that's the case. I mean, does that mean that she doesn't sacrifice all of her pawns at once? <laughs> she doesn't rubious? Yeah. <laughs> she actually cares about people. <laughs> yeah, she, she cares about every pawn. She cries about it. It's like, I can't. I have to sacrifice you. I'm so sorry. Now, no sooner has Ami won the game than over the course of the conversation, she notices Bertier just <laughs> running around in the background yeah. wearing her supervillain costume. Bertier has changed back into sexy Elsa. Just like doing a quick like leap. Just right past the doorway. Uh, it's like, I love that shot of, of Bertier's supervillain running down the hallway. Uh, Bertier is exploring the chess tower and has found the center of the the crystal point, which is, of course, in a giant empty room with a chessboard floor. Uh, But I also love that Amy sees that and goes, "Uh, so like the building's abandoned, right? And he's like, yeah. Uh, Can I just like (laughs) go walk around by myself? Speaking of how I'm not lonely anymore, I have friends. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just go wander around this building by myself, please? Yeah, she asks... She asks if registration is till until six, so she doesn't even sign up when we see her at the desk. She must have. She's, well, okay. I think she's asking <laughs> if anybody else is left to register uh, because because uh, the response is okay. that no, we're alone on the on this floor. Right. So she knows that no, there's nobody else. My mistake. So, sorry. Uh, no problem. Look, it's, it's okay. <laughs> I thought a bishop was a, or a queen was a bishop earlier, so <laughs> that we're, we're all over the map today. <laughs> Bertier is infecting the the place with her dark energy using her dark water attack Can which I... is cool uh because cohen's was dark fire vertier's is dark water uh we're gonna see later that pets has dark lightning well can uh, i tell you and something? calaveras just never does anything dark water is a lot like ice <laughs> like uh jordan i don't I, I hate to be the one to break this to you yes ice is water i know but like it's not particularly made of water. dark water <laughs> Like it, I would make dark light. ice. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's supposed to be cold. Well, so there's no sunlight be. in the water. 
Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe I'm giving this too much credit. I don't know. <laughs> well, in the same way that Ami's attacks, like 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 uh, Mercury Bubbles makes everything cold, mm-hmm. even though it's just bubbles. Yeah, that's dumb too. You're right. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, speaking of Amy being dumb, this yes. is Amy being real dumb. Oh, yeah. Because she saw Bernie. It's not like she was like, that's a person. It could be anybody. At this point, as as you pointed out, it, she's wearing her supervillain costume. She knows who that is. She should have immediately gotten somewhere and changed into Sailor Mercury. Yes, she doesn't change into Sailor Mercury. She just goes off to fight Birdie as Ami Mizuno, especially, the kind-hearted girl genius. Especially dumb because, spoiler, I have to assume that what she did do in that interim was call for the other scouts, right? I mean, I guess... Like Jupiter and and Usagi should still be at Chess Tower, wandering around looking at the chess museum. Really? I mean, I guess. Uh, no, I guess maybe you're right. Although they shouldn't be well, on this floor. Um, well, the other scouts, the other scouts are going to show up to watch Ami compete. That's the next day, right? That's a different day. Oh, is that the next yeah. day? Okay. Like this is. I mean, we saw them. Yes, we saw them all together. But then when she went to do signups, she was all by herself. And then the guy said. The guy, A, the guy said she th- there were nobody else who was on the floor. And B, she went and played a game of chess and didn't go, I've actually got some people waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just ran in to sign up. I probably shouldn't play a whole game. All right, I'll go fast. I'll go fast. I'll go fast. <laughs> Maybe that's what he meant. You're, you're like rushing through and you have somebody waiting for you. Yes, she totally blows it by not transforming. She mm-hmm. absolutely fucked it up. Well, the crazy thing is, is that in the manga, they, they all know who they are. They all know their, their human identities and their sailor guardian identities. Wow. That's a big difference too. Which is a surprise to them. They don't know that, but yeah, she, uh, actually, so this is sort of strange, but, um, Amy is, or Ami is not the junior champion in the manga. She just beat the junior champion once. And then, uh, Bertie is on TV being interviewed by some guy and she's introduced as a world-class dowser. And she says that she wants to, challenge amy mizuno to a chess match now here's my question is is Bertier being interviewed as a super villainess from the future <laughs> like she's, is she on tv she's wearing her like, super villain outfit wow. and a jacket like like hey today on <laughs> today on wake up tokyo yeah we've got uh our guest our guest is uh from the future she's trying to murder us all mm-hmm. uh please welcome Bertier to yeah. the show Bertier specter to the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't really I mean there's really no context here. It's it's really odd because um it's like Amy is at chess club and then she leaves and finds so there's powers one of the other things that I like about Ami um, particular in the manga is that she has like the sort of elemental sense of water. So she like finds a broken pipe at some point while she's leaving. <laughs> she's leaving chess club. <laughs> And then Bertie or Caesar do this and it's like, oh, she's she's dowsing without a pendulum. That's not right. And I guess decides that she's going to kidnap her. Wait, so you when you say dowsing, you mean like water finder? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was some chess term that I didn't know or something. No, it's it's like um, locating things. So wait, like, she's like literally like, I, I do this thing that's completely unrelated to chess, but I want to play chess against Amy. Yes, <laughs> yeah, she says. That would be like if like fucking... <laughs> Like a, a rock star goes on TV and is like, yeah, I'm a rock star, uh, but I want to play poker against Chris Sims. What? Yeah. So I'm not I'm not good at music or poker. <laughs> well, oh, oh. do you accept? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, she's she's being interviewed, and they're like, "Oh, so you can you can find things with your pendulum?" And she's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Oh, she's here for a she's here in Japan to compete in a chess tournament. She what? ranks third in the world." Oh my god! And apparently, she uses dowsing in chess, and then she says. My real reason for coming to Japan this time is because I'd love to play chess with just one person, the genius girl, Amy Mizuno. She uses dowsing. Kind of girl genius. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, knew, and- she knows her catchphrase. She knows her t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. And then so Amy shows up but says, I want you to find someone instead of saying, I accept your chess, your chess challenge. And I'm assuming because Mars has been kidnapped before this, I'm assuming that she wants her to find Ray. Okay. But it's just like, I mean, like the basic stuff is in the episode here, but it's completely different motivations in the manga. It's really strange because you wouldn't expect someone to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a dowser and I use it during chess because that seems like cheating. Yeah, it certainly does. Well, not to mention, (laughs) it also seems like madness. Like, what do you do? You go to a chessboard and you dangle a thing over it, go like, which piece are they going to move next? You know, I think that's what she does. (laughs) And then, but then the other person would be like, fuck you, then I'm not moving that piece. (laughs) Be like, oh, excuse me, is magic legal in chess? <laughs> Nothing in the rule book says you can't use magic to win chess. Yeah, you'd think she'd want a more subtle way of cheating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like that's like Mars uh, using her magic in the cruise ship contest where she like stands yeah. there and like glows with ethereal fire. Yes. Uh, and and does her uh, does her hand forms her like Naruto moves. That was so funny. Amy attacks as Amy and then gets her ass beat and then has to turn into Sailor Mercury right in front of Bertie. Uh-huh. Right. And the weird thing about this is Bertier watches the transformation sequence and she appears to watch the transformation sequence in real time. Mm-hmm. Like we cut back and forth. Oh, yeah. Between Ami's transformation and Bertie just kind of standing there watching. And OK, in Power Rangers. Uh, you know, they have their, you know, they have their complicated, you know, morphing sequences, right? Yeah. But basically the same thing as the Senshi's transformation. But whenever we see that from outside, it happens very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like it just happens like there's a flash of light and suddenly they're the Power Rangers. So I always kind of assumed that it's like, like the transformations were for our benefit and not happening in real time yeah. while people watched. Would be a good opening to attack. I mean, there was a there was a a uh, Japanese scientist, like I think it was a, a, a college professor, who talked about how yes, I, I, I think he used the what was it was it a pretty cure I don't uh, transformation sequences to talk about how much the weight of the light particles being emanated, like in order for a rainbow to lift you off the ground, like if a normal human touched that, they would be instantly vaporized, right? And that's why no one attacks during transformation. Oh. I just think it's weird that. Bernier's like, yeah, I hate goody goody girls like you. I'm gonna kill you with dark lightning. And then this, you know, chess player girl stands up, puts a, a pen in the air, turns into a naked glowing person. <laughs> <laughs> like, no wonder Bertier's surprised. Miss Chess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's plenty surprised, but here's the other thing. Like this this whole thing of secret identities is so silly, though, because in, again, in the deep dub, they literally have her say something like, oh, I'm going to tell Rubius who you are. And I'm like, go, go ahead, Rubius. Sailor Mercury likes chess. She's like <laughs> this girl. She likes chess. She has short hair. <laughs> well, she, well, okay. <laughs> to be fair, Ami is registered for the chess tournament. 
She can, like, they have a photo of her and yeah, everything that they're going to put on the scoreboard. Yes, that's true. That By that point, yes. So if she wanted to, <laughs> Berthier could go look at the registry and be like, oh, Ami Mizuno, that is Sailor Mercury. <laughs> cool, let's go murder her at her house. They don't. She doesn't do that. They don't, which is weird. She doesn't tell Rubius, which is weird, because it's not like a Jedi situation where Jedi was like, hey, I know who the Sailor Scouts are. Just please don't vaporize me for the next 30 seconds, and I'll tell you. Right. Like, apparently, Bernie has a whole day. Like, Bernie has 12 hours. Yeah, totally. And she teleports away at the end of the fight. Like, so, where's the scene where she's like, um, Rubius, can I can I come in? And Rubius is like, Rubius is like it's my day off. Do not speak to me. So Amy does her attack, Shine Aqua Illusion, it, it and aside from the fact that I'm normally like, what does that do? It doesn't matter because it does nothing. Uh, <laughs> Birdie just goes, yeah, thanks. And it's going to kick her ass again when all of a sudden Makoto, or rather Jupiter and Moon show up and start attacking her and hurting her. Uh, in fact, they make like blood come out of her hand in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I don't know how electricity makes blood fly out of your hand, but it does. Uh, in the deke dub, she says something like, <laughs> she says something like, uh, t- about about taking on her, her fashion challenged friends, or your, your, even though know, your fashion challenged friends are there. To which Makoto goes, "That's right." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" She agrees that they're fashion challenged. That's bizarre. In the <laughs> in the Japanese version, uh, Bertier says, "I don't approve of excessive force." And Jupiter says, yeah, you want another one? <laughs> Which is pretty fucking great. Oh, it's pretty great. So she just teleports off. So, and again, I'm assuming, so that's why I figured she must have called them. But I don't know. Maybe she didn't. Uh, you know, here's, no, like, it's, they've just been wandering around the chess museum. That's Because Makoto's like, I got to get into this chess stuff. My girlfriend's into it. But apparently it's closed. <laughs> they shouldn't be on this floor. Like, look. Look, Aiden's Aiden's got me watching Grey's Anatomy. Here, so I guess I got it. Like, if there was a Grey's Anatomy museum, I would have to go to it and learn about and it. Break in after hours and hide <laughs> when they shut not, it down. The place is open. No, there's just like nobody there. He says there's no one left on this floor. Yeah, because they're, they're they're all like there's no one left on the floor. That doesn't mean that ah. that it's closed. It's I clearly open. It's closed. There's a receptionist on duty. I think she went home. Anyway. Oh, here's here's my here's my here's my fix for this. Here's my other fix for this, and and you can tell me how much more sense would this show make over the course of many many episodes if we were to add in the detail that the set all the scouts can sense when each other transform. That is a that is I think a good fan theory because that there's how many times do are they by themselves transform and then all the other scouts show up to help. <laughs> Like that makes it work way better because then you go, okay, they were like, what happened? I don't know, but we better go find her. Let's go. I thought that was a thing, honestly. They've never Maybe, said it. Yeah. I wonder if I just decided <laughs> that must be what's happening. It is a very useful headcanon. Because, I mean, they they have the communicators. Yes. Mm-hmm. But at this point in the show, the communicators are watches. They never wear watches. <laughs> well, we see their wrists all the watches time. Watches come and go. <laughs> even even Ami's watch that she has earlier is like it's a brown leather strap. Like there's no there's like it's not her communicator. Yeah, you're right. Ami says they've got a problem. She transformed in front of Berthier, and so Berthier knows her identity. It would be hilarious if Berthier was like, "Yeah, 
if only we could get Ami Mizuno away from these other four girls she always hangs out with and find out who Sailor Moon is. <laughs> but no, none of that ever happens. My favorite thing about this is that she's like, guys, we got a problem. Uh, I transformed in front of Birdie. She knows who I am. And then he's like, we'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. That's fine. <laughs> she's right. That probably means she's going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, because like you said, she has every opportunity right now to tell her sisters and Ruby as she doesn't. Instead, what happens is her sisters go, oh, what did you fail? You know, if I failed, I'd probably kill myself. <laughs> yeah, it's harsh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They try to talk, bully their sister into killing herself. It's pretty rough. <laughs> uh, so, so, so sensibly, she doesn't want to tell anyone what happened. Uh, and mm-hmm. she keeps it to herself. So, I mean, I well, guess I think the I important guess... thing is here. She actually, like, Berthier actually asks for pets and Calaveras to help her. Right. No, that's true. Uh, since she realizes that she can't beat the scouts on her own. And they say, no. Why would we ever help you? That's ridiculous. We'll sh- we'll swoop in at the last minute and get credit for nothing, but we won't help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. So uh, next thing we see is that now uh, Bertier knows that she's Amy Mizuno. She's thinking to herself, Amy Mizuno, and she kills a dragonfly for some reason. <laughs> Just for fun. Um, and then we get the fun... Bertier registration for the chess tournament scene, which is just so silly. It's just so silly and stupid, and I love it. She walks up on the day of the registra- of the of the of the tournament and just goes, Hey, I'm here for the chess tournament. They're like, What's your name? She's like, Name? I haven't chosen a name. And then like does like cosmic power on her, and it's like, what? <laughs> That's that was I wrote that down in my notes because I love the idea that first of all that Bertier can't think of a fake name. Second yeah. <laughs> yeah. of all, that she needs a fake name and she doesn't just go like, "Oh, my name is is Bertier." Yeah, Bertier. Uh, and third of all, that she doesn't just like look around the room and go, "Like if I, if I was redubbing this episode, which we are going to do, uh, <laughs> Kickstarter slash Patreon goal, if I was redubbing this episode, she would be she would one hundred percent be like, my name is uh." Chess. <laughs> Chess board. So she like pulls a whammy on this registration woman who in order to not give a name and then the girl's like <laughs> it's not pro wrestling. She can't be announced as the mysterious stranger right. from parts unknown. Right, exactly. Like she's entering a chess tournament. She should walk in and go, wait, why am I not on any of the boards? Why why am I not assigned to any games? Well, where's your name? Oh shit, I didn't give a name. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole thing. I didn't want to give a name. Well, I'm fucked now. Uh, yeah, it's, well, she doesn't even have to give a fake name. It's not like she's like oh. Alan and Anne where she lives in Tokyo and is like keeping yeah. up a secret identity. Well, they it's don't just, want a birth certificate either. <laughs> just, she just asks what her name is. Yeah, her name could just be Bertier. Abe Froman. Put that. Could be it could be it could be Nemesis Black Moon. Mm-hmm. Like right. it's so weird. I I guess she doesn't want every like the scouts to know who she is when she's in her uh chess vixen outfit First of all, and not in her super villain outfit. They wouldn't know anyway. No, second of all, actually immediately wrong because she makes reference to their conversation when she's Bertie mm-hmm. in that and thing. She talks about Miss Chummy Chummy, so they know. Yeah, and Cohen recognizes her immediately. Right. As well. Yeah. So also, also, Cohen's there. <laughs> Cohen has shown up to watch Tommy compete. 
I also want to talk about this competition, uh, which is because it because I got super confused because there is a shot where you see a giant room full of people playing chess. Mm-hmm. That's not what the audience is watching. The audience, the, the people playing chess are hidden in a different room somewhere else. The audience is sitting in front of a bunch of screens, three giant screens. One screen has a picture of everyone competing, like just just their headshot, not nothing happening, just their headshots. The screen in the middle has computer recreations of the state of every board of every game being played. And then a third screen showing an image of someone playing. So I guess presumably it's a camera. It like cuts between all the different games. This would be the most boring thing in the world, right? Like, like, are you going to sit at this thing and just watch? Well, I, they're they're going to have the finals on that stage, though. No, they're right? not. Mm. That's they what. Not? No, no. That's why I was so confused because eventually Amy transforms again. And I'm like, the audience just saw that. And Devin was like, no, they froze the camera. She's not in the room. The, the audience is not in the room with the chess players ever. They're not even in that big room. They like shuffle them off to like a tiny isolated. Yeah, they go to another side room. conference room. So the audience is just sitting in front of three giant screens going, well, how exciting is this? How exciting is this? And thankfully the episode zips through this shit but we got to be talking about like hours and hours and hours passing right not if you're not if you're good when you're playing chess at that level (laughs) high level speed chess done yeah yeah that's how it's done i I will say one nice thing uh there is a there's a good uh gender parity in this world chess championships it is it is an even split men and women that's nice spoiler it's about to be dominated by women yeah all, all these old men get thrashed by this uh, by this fourteen year old girl. <laughs> Two young girls, actually. So they they play, and again, shockingly, in the 10, 12 hours that the girls are all sitting there <laughs> watching this happen, it eventually whittles down to being uh, Amy versus Bertier, and Bertier busts out her special chess pieces. Oh, her one hundred percent magic chess pieces. But but they're so no, but they're dumb. Like uh, it's so pointless and stupid. This, everything about this episode has so overly elaborated and dumb. Also, shouldn't Amy be like, I- I'm sorry, I can't allow that. That's not in the regulations of this tournament. I don't think the pieces matter. <laughs> as long as it's the same amount. Uh, I don't like, know. It's not like it's not like it's not like it's baseball where she's like like let's play with a bowling ball instead. <laughs> No, I mean, obviously, uh, I don't know, man. It could be transmitting uh, to a secret chess master. And all I know is it seems a bit sketchy to me. But yes, they're not in the room with the audience. The audience is, again, still separated from them and watching them on a camera and watching a computer recreation of their board. Yeah. And then and then Bernie says, uh, says, enough fun and games and shoots ice at the camera, which... Everybody had to see her shoot ice at the camera, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, out wait, of wait, her wait, hand. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get to that, because that's that's when she loses. So before we get to that quick, I do want to point out, I just, I saw online to get to the, the, the real chess nerdiness of this. I, saw, I went online to the episode trivia, and apparently the game that they play at the end uses a very famous chess thing, a very famous chess game. Uh, from the 1972 World Chess Championships. And in the real game, <laughs> Bobby Fischer won because the other person resigned on the spot after the 27th move. But in this game, they keep playing. And even though Amy is in the position of the person who immediately resigned, uh, Amy ends up winning. 
Okay. So, so if she's better than Bobby Deep. She's like the best chess player of all time. Yeah, but or if they're Bernie going Stubbs. that deep, why wouldn't they just make Ami the Bobby Fisher? Like, <laughs> because Ami the winner. Because they wanted to be like, if Bobby Fisher tried that shit on Amy, no fucking way. <laughs> Amy would be like, I got this. Boom, 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 boom. Checkmate. Or rather, check. <laughs> that works. You just go boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you move, move your pieces four at a time. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Street You're going to do this. Okay, done. So, so Amy wins. But but as I said, forget all of, all of Birdie's uh, posturing about all that matters is that you win. Amy wins. And then she goes, cool. Game's not over yet. Yes, it is. Nope, it's not because now... <laughs> Now I turn to just murder. Now I'm just going to actually murder you with regular murder powers. So Sailor Moon kicks in the door and says, you have no right to challenge Ami to chess, not in a million plus years, <laughs> which is pretty great. Like, uh, So Ashokyo, uh, she is going to be punished. Birdier, unimpressed. Immediately, a power that I feel like should have been used prior to this. Yep, maybe. Immediately, just just gem bubbles, the, uh, the other four senshi. Yeah. Everybody who's not Amy, put in a bubble, put in the corner of the room. Impenetrable force bubble. Also, I don't think we ever see Mercury transform, right? We see all the others transform, and when they get into the room, she's Mercury now. Uh, yeah, we do not see, like, I, I assume she transforms while Sailor Moon is giving her speech. Again, at some, at some, at some level, you have to ask, why is Birdie doing all this? Her mission is to get the crystal point. She doesn't have to win the tournament to do that, as far as I can tell. Or does she? I mean, couldn't she just come back tomorrow when there's not a tournament and go, all right, now I'm doing Dark Water. Like, let's do this. Now I own the place. Done. I mean, Jordan, Jordan, if you're going to start asking, couldn't they just come back tomorrow? Because they're fucking time travelers and they have a thousand years. Like, yes. Like, they could wait until Bob Floyd was out of business, but they didn't. <laughs> oh, Bob. Bob uh, Floyd so never goes out of business. That's her favorite that's, ice cream shop. It goes forever. business in, in the 30th century. Yes. Uh, so, Bertieri says, death is the only cure for fools, which is a pretty great line. A little irrelevant. Uh, and then we start in with murder chess. Yeah. Uh, now, Emily. Yes. How does this all go down in the manga? Like you, like there is oh a chess God. game between them, right? I actually don't think they even get to the chess game. Oh, I've got it here. No, she just freaking attacks her. Yeah. So what happens is she shows up and she says, "I want you to." Oh no, they. Well, there's a chessboard. I don't know if they're playing. This isn't clear. She's standing and talking to her, and there's a chessboard between them. But she asks her to find someone. And Bertier says, well, I'm sure you could do it if you use the same like connection you have with water and then calls her Sailor Mercury and she transforms to fight her. So it's essentially kind of that first part when they confront, but they they change it and she runs out into the street and there's like droids all over the place. They don't actually play chess, really. Wow. Just sort of a shame because I, I kind of like this this murder chess where there's ice creeping up her legs. But I, I'm curious if uh, Mercury is like... Why wouldn't she be immune to ice since she also controls it? <laughs> or am I thinking like too much about Pokemon when I'm watching this? I think that's an excellent question. <laughs> Again, like a lot of logic is out the window. Yeah. Uh, I do like that as they start to play murder chess, there the other scouts are in the force bubble and Jupiter's just trying to kick it. 
Mm-hmm. You were just like kind of stomping on it, being like, "Nope, can't get out of it." And so at one point, Mars uses uh, Burning Mandala in it, and it just like ricochets around the inside of the yeah. bubble. And it's like he goes, "That was stupid, Mars." <laughs> well, <she laughs> which I, I like. Burning, it sort of uh, sets up a cheater game of chess, where mm-hmm. she goes, "Here, Amy, I'm going to position all the pieces wherever I want. You're going to start with one king and three pawns." <laughs> that sounds fair. <laughs> The weird thing is, though, she takes away some of her own pieces as well. Oh, yeah. She's only got, I mean, she has, she's only got a king and pawns too, but she has more pawns, but it's more that it's, they're, they're all custom set up to be like, all you can do is fuck yourself. Is this another, like, I wonder if this is another mirror of a chess match that actually existed. Like famous one? Maybe. Yeah. Because it is kind of an odd setup. You think that there'd be at least, I don't know, one of, like a bishop or something that can have a different set of moves it's pretty crazy with every piece that ami loses uh her body is going to freeze more ice will creep up from her boots presumably to her head uh but they keep they keep playing and vertier is just just knocking out these pawns just taking them easy peasy oh i also love that so amy moves her first pawn and it happens and they and uh and, and she takes it she gets frozen and all the sailor scouts go you could do it, Amy. Believe in yourself. It's going to be all right. It's going to be great. She moves her second pawn. She takes it. They freeze. They all go, stop playing this game. <laughs> do not do this anymore. You are going to lose. <laughs> they have a very quick turn on that. It's a bit late to tell her to run, too. Her legs are <laughs> frozen to the knees. Oh, pretty classic. Ami says she'll die to protect her friends. Uh, except she's not really, she's just going to die. <laughs> she is, there is no no protecting her friends. Uh, so just as Bertier is about to make her last move, uh, Pets and Calaveras teleport in and like, yeah, we're all going to beat you. <laughs> so literally, as they said, sweeping in at the last moment to take the credit. And Bertier's like, oh, come on. Also, she, Amy has that moment when she says they're not, I, like, why does, why does Bertie assume that the other Sailor Scouts are strangers? Yeah. She goes, it's crazy for you to die to protect strangers. And she goes, they're not strangers. <laughs> they're my friends. Yeah, they're, they're bare men's teammates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just such a strange assumption to make. Uh, the only thing right. I could think of is, like, she doesn't understand friendship. And the only relationship she understands is, like, be related to someone. Right. So I, I don't know. You are either related to them, in love with them, or strangers. <laughs> That is how it works on Nemesis. (laughs) Um, Thankfully, she's about to pull off uh, her final move, I think. And uh, then the totally valid chess move of Rose Spike is played. (laughs) If you're, that's like a rose. If you could knock a a piece out of the person's hand with a rose and onto the floor, like that's valid. Yeah. I gotta say, this is Memoru's most badass entrance ever though. what because he knocks over the, the the queen with his with his rose and then he says check and then that shit explodes <laughs> yeah it's bad as hell and then he says uh someone who doesn't know what it's like to be a pawn has no right to move the queen which yeah which makes sense <laughs> does it <laughs> yeah i mean no it makes no sense Bertier has already been established within the episode as being a pawn. (laughs) 
anyway. Like, Memoru is just talking. Farewell. And then he's gone. <laughs> yes. So, so uh, anyway. But yes. seriously, I do think this is Memoru's best entrance. And I do like that it's all like, yeah, fuck this chess game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's pretty great. Bertier has failed. The scouts are freed. Ami is no longer iced up. And Pets and Calaveras are like, well, you fucked up. I guess <laughs> now you should die. Peace now, out. Now, this is why. But this is why I said the thing about it being a chess move with the spike because I don't understand why she fails. <laughs> she makes the fucking rules. What, what, she was, she set all this shit up and then he just comes in and throws a fucking rose at her. And she's like, Oh shit, my plans. And it's like, what? It's a fucking rose. Who cares? She you, broke her magic chess piece. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> she relies too much. It's, on not, like, it's not like, Bernie, it's just going to be like, um, okay, well this quarter is going to be my queen. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Look, she didn't have pockets in that outfit. <laughs> like, because Amy immediately unfreezes and the scouts get un- untrapped. <laughs> okay. All right. She lost her mojo. It's fine. So, so then, yeah, her sister's ditch her. And then she does, she literally has a psychotic break. <laughs> And goes, well, that's pretty funny when everyone abandons you, even your sisters, and you're going to die. That's pretty funny, everybody. (laughs) Yep, that's how it works sometimes. (laughs) Oh, my God. And she's crying and and trying not to uh, die. And then she uh, immediately attacks them with full power. And like I said, dark water full power is a.k.a. ice. I mean, it's also just dark water. Just, you know, <laughs> same thing. Same, that's fine. So they fight for a little bit. Uh, and then Cohen shows up. Mm-hmm. Just kind of hanging out. And and gets her body uh, pelted by ice and torn to bits with ice. She, yeah, yeah, she gets completely knocked over by a gigantic piece of ice, like a glacier. Smacks her in the face. Yeah, yeah. Which I think plays a little funnier than it was meant to. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But the, the Spectre sisters have a knack for slapstick comedy that you can't get away from even when they're being uh, very serious. Mm-hmm. Also, I do feel like this answers one of our questions about whether the scouts get superpowers because Cohen gets, you know, cut up by the hailstorm. She gets cut up by the, the ice and everything. The scouts are fine. Yeah. The, sc- yeah. the scouts are just like standing around. Also, the scouts are standing around doing nothing. They know this one is up to love. I guess. So, because what happens is while Katsy is getting sliced to ribbons by her sister's ice, she is um, talking about how uh, being human gives you a deep, unabiding love. Or no, a deep, abiding love. I'm sorry. Uh, not unabiding. A uh, deep, abiding love. And, and then uh, Bertie goes, oh, sounds cool. <laughs> and just stops. <laughs> Can I do that? And she's like, yeah, okay, then let's do that. And then they heal her. They refresh her. It's, their, you know, nice pink background. And the, the magic is so effective. Gives her new clothes. That uh, sexy Elsa, after briefly being naked, gets a jacket and pants. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love her uh, uh, human outfits. What's weird about her jacket and pants suit that she ha- gets is that we don't ever see her wearing it except for in that one, like, image. Because it fades to, like, the next day, and she's not wearing the jacket. She's not wearing the jacket. She is wearing the same the same 
uh, top, which is a which is like a strapless bustier, yeah, and a choker. <laughs> so she's so she still has that. She's she's still she's still super nineties fashionable, just not just not the sexy Elsa haute couture. She loses the braid across her forehead. That's for the best. <laughs> That was weird. So I, uh, I was the always next confused day, over whether it was hair or or a headband, and I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it was a headband. It I has to have been because it, it is no longer part of her look. Yeah, it's I weird. She it doesn't was have hair. it when she's she doesn't have it when she's uh, in her other outfits. That's yeah. true. So uh, the next day, uh, Cohen and Bertier are over at Usagi's house playing chess, mm-hmm. and uh, it turns out that Bertier, even though she's no longer evil and powered by dark energy, still cheats at chess <laughs> by hiding an. By hiding an extra queen? Yes. This is what I was going to say. Yep. What sense does this make? How do you cheat with an extra piece in chess? What? Yeah, especially an extra piece that there's only one of. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <sighs> All right. Well, that's the button on the episode. Wah, wah, she cheats. Yes. So that is it. Uh, I think uh, it is time for us to learn a lesson. Did we have a Sailor Moon says for this one? Yeah, Jordan? we did. Yeah, we did. Okay, what is our Sailor Moon says for uh, for friendship, Ami versus Bertier, or or I guess our Sailor Moon says for checkmate? Bertie and Amy both fought hard today to win the big chess match, but competition doesn't have to get ugly. That's right. There's no reason why people can't compete with each other and stay friends. The main thing is to keep it in perspective. It's just a competition. Have fun. And when it's all over with, you're still friends. And that's what counts. (sighs) If Serena would only take her own good advice. Actually, kind of a relevant moral. Mm -hmm. Sort of. Don't don't cheat at chess. No. Don't freeze your opponents. It said competition doesn't have to get ugly it doesn't say don't cheat feel free to cheat okay feel free to cheat uh but yeah like don't <laughs> by the way that's the first time in a while i've heard cohen and bertier's dub voices yeah. <laughs> i didn't remember them at all <laughs> no yikes you don't remember bertie you gotta turn to the side of good it's great <laughs> oh god it's hurts that voice her smoker voice so, it's crazy so yes, do, do not let competition get so ugly. Don't get so mad about losing chess that you use magic chess pieces to freeze your opponents, <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess. Don't and, use and chess. Them. Yeah, don't use chess as, an, as a way to try and murder someone. Yeah. So you can be friends afterwards. So I think we learned a little more than that, though. It's time for Sailor Business says, uh, Emily, what did you learn from this week's episode? Um, I learned that you can wait to sign up for a world-class chess tournament until the night before and still be accepted into it. Totally. Jordan, what did you learn? I learned that once somebody gets you in check in chess, you might as well just stop. That's that's all. First person to check wins. How about you, Chris? I learned that Makoto Kino has some interesting ideas about what cake looks like. <laughs> <laughs> if it's if it's white and three-dimensional, it, it could be cake. What if what that if really that's cool. like the food version of her senpai? Oh. Like that reminds me of the cake I ate once. <laughs> It has the color of the frosting. Oh, that sounds more like Usagi. That does sound more like Usagi. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if someone made a cake that looked like... I mean, again, you'd only see that in some ridiculous cake boss situation, and that would be the part of the cake you're not allowed to actually eat. Like, if you if she actually tried to make a cake that looked like that, it would be a, a ludicrous cake. Like like a Chris Ludicrous Bridges cake? Oh. Uh, yes. But yeah, let's, 
final thoughts on the episode. Uh, I really like this one. Uh, I love uh, weird competition episodes. I, I love it when it's like, oh yeah, I have to beat you in chess or I'll die. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it takes the battle in such a weird direction. I like that the Spectre sisters seem to have compensated for losing Cohen by becoming way more evil. Oh yeah, like the like pets and Calaveras have just gone full dark side. It's like there's four people's worth of evil in the Spectre Sisters, and when one of them goes, <laughs> that evil gets like they are all now thirty three percent more evil. Sure, that makes sense. Thirty four percent in the case of pets, she gets the oh, extra. That extra energy has to go somewhere. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. But lots of fun, lots of great visuals. Love Bernie's chess vixen outfit. That that's a high point of the series for me. Uh, I think that's great. Uh, Emily, your thoughts on the episode? I really like this one. Um, I always like Amy Spotlight episodes because uh, she was and probably still is my favorite scout. I have a hard, I have a hard time picking, but I like just how bizarre it is where she is like running around chess tower in her outfit and like <laughs> darting through doorways and uh, just the kind of the face off at the end. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's nice to have that whole, like, um, you know, we, we forgot that love is really important. It almost gives it this kind of sci-fi, this this particular group of people has forgotten what it's like to be human and sort of being reintroduced to that. Yeah. I think it's a great one. I, I mean, again, I, I think, uh, I, I mean, I listen, she's just birdie to me, but I think birdie is the best of the sisters. So I think it's a real fun one. <laughs> I mean, all the ridiculous chess stuff is ridiculous and wonderful. And the fact, again, the fact that I, it is my personal belief that the scouts are there for like 10 hours watching this tournament. <laughs> standing in the back of the auditorium uh, clenching their 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 uh their hands to their chest going oh she can do it it's all it's all wonderful <laughs> usagi's uh cute cheer with her uh yeah. fans yeah. is really fun too it's mm-hmm. pretty great but yeah emily you're right like it's been a while since we've gotten uh a nice ami spotlight and it's mm-hmm. been an, an even longer while since we've gotten a good one. Oh, uh, greg and you know so first of all no greg in this one <laughs> Yeah, I don't like Greg. He was watching from home. That's probably creepy. was. Sadly, <laughs> you think this was live streamed? Oh sure. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, they had it on. Uh, they had it on Twitch back in 1993. <laughs> the best uh, character spotlight episode in a while, I think, because it, it, it's a good spotlight episode for Ami. It's a good spotlight episode for the Spectre Sisters uh, and for for Bertier. And the idea that you know th- that the other sisters will turn on her and it's only it's only when they become good that they actually unite i I think is a a really like it's a solid idea that's well well done here Mm -hmm. uh really good episode i like i i know i've been down i know i have asked people to justify the existence of this season but honestly i think we are getting to the point where from here on out i think the next 20 episodes or so are gonna be pretty solid yeah. At least in my memory. Like, I, I really, you know, I've, I've talked before, I'm a really big fan of uh, Dark Lady, and I'm a really big fan of uh, Esmerod. Esmerod is one of my favorite villains ever. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing where we go from here. Good, good stuff in this one. Great. Uh, but that does it for Sailor Business Episode 72. Before we let you go, Emily, can you please tell us where to find you online? Sure. I'm on Twitter at Polycocktail. Excellent. I'm on Twitter as well, at Crackshot with a zero for an O. Our awesome production guy, Jake Mason, is also on Twitter. He's at 
under no he's at jj underscore mason he also has another podcast called the morphin grid it's about the power rangers i'm sure he has opinions on whether the uh whether outside observers can see the morph <laughs> of course <laughs> the show is on twitter at sailor business you can uh tweet at us there you can ask us questions you can send us uh links to fan art uh any fan art that you do of sailor moon any fan art you do of the show any cool sailor moon stuff that you see uh weird sailor moon items we always like to see it you can also email that stuff to sailor business podcast at gmail.com uh we are fortunately booked up with guests all the way through r and to the start of s uh, we've got a lot of people who are going to be on the show. It's going to be really great to talk to them. Uh, but I'm sure we'll be putting out the call for guests again soon. If you've already emailed and you haven't heard back from me, just shoot me another email. Uh, I'll try and get back to you in a more timely manner. So thank you all for uh, for emailing. Please send us anything you'd like. Uh, maybe rate the show on iTunes. That that would be cool of you. Oh, yeah. If that's you'd like idea. to do that. And make sure you pick up X-Men 92, the ongoing series that is out in stores now. I co-write that with my writing partner, Chad Bowers. And Jordan is the editor on that book. Hello. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> we will be back next week with Sailor Business Episode 72, Rubius the Heartless, the Tragic Sisters. And until then, keep your mind on Sailor Business. Yeah.